This episode is brought to you by our partnership with Grand Canyon University. Welcome to the Ignite Project, a Polk County Public Schools podcast made for teachers by teachers. Teachers of all experience levels need each other's enthusiasm and passion to fuel an ongoing desire to do what it takes to meet the needs of our students. And that's what this podcast is all about. Be energized by their enthusiasm to ignite a love for teaching while they challenge others to join them in their work. Join us now. Hello, everyone. I am Tamika Thompson, Teacher Engagement Coordinator, and we are so delighted that you joined us here for another episode of the Ignite Project Podcast. You are in for a special treat today. We have none other than Floral Avenue Elementary's Elisa Lee with us. And I've known Elisa for a few years. I'm so glad you get the opportunity to meet Elisa, to hear about her story and hear about what she wants to do before she goes. Elisa as, um, is a graduate of Leading from the Classroom, the very first class yes. of Leading from mm-hmm. the Classroom. And she has also served as an extending excellence mentor, which is our peer mentorship program. And she has been working with um, novice teachers inviting them into her classroom, giving them some feedback and helping them grow in their practice. Elisa, thank you so much for being here with us today. I am just so thrilled to be here with you today, Tamika. I'm thrilled to have you. Elisa, about a year and a half ago or so, we had a conversation in your classroom and you were telling me about some things that really, I mean, they were so admirable. Um, You have been teaching for 23 years and instead of downshifting, I felt like this teacher is revving up. Like she's <laughs> she's shifting up a gear and some of her aspirations and some of the things that she wants to do. And so as I alluded to earlier, before I go is this concept that you introduced to me. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about what that is? I think when I was in the Leading from the Classroom program, I got inspired to give back Um, and help those younger teachers that were coming up in any way that I could. Um, We actually set goals in leading Mm -hmm. from the classroom, and I had my short-term goal and my long-term goal, and they were all centered around how I could first help the newer teachers at my school and then expand it out. And then extending excellence and the other things that I've done have just helped facilitate that. So before I go and retire, um, I want to give back and help those younger teachers um, see different things that I've had light bulb moments about over the last few years so that they can improve their practice. That is amazing. I tell you, when I first came into education as a career changer, I needed a Lisa Lee. (laughs) (laughs) I have seen you work with newer teachers and give them feedback and encourage them and help them uh, make some shifts, just some tweaks and see some major progress because of those basic, you know, um, not basic, but those simple changes. And I know that's from years of experience. And I'm thinking there are a lot of teachers who have that wealth of knowledge and expertise. And I'm so so glad that this is something that's become a passion for you. So what you you talked about being in leading from the classroom and that kind of spark in this idea where there's some um, teachers that inspired you to do this, to, to pour back into others. I think I've had a lot of teachers that have helped me along the way, um, but Two of the teachers that I'm currently teaming with at Floral Avenue um, really helped me as I changed, I, I changed like 
um, the grade level that I taught. I was a high school teacher for 15 years. Wow. And then I came, I went down to kindergarten. And one of my coworkers in particularly just poured into me and taught me how to teach five-year-olds wow. because I'd been teaching the high school students. Um, it's a completely different ball game. And I was excited to go to kindergarten, but, you know, I needed some help. And so she mentored me. And then for, for five years, then we both decided to move to first grade. Wow. So we, we looped up with our class and then another teacher poured into both of us. And so, you know, I had about 20 years of experience at that time. The one teacher that taught me about kindergarten had about 23. And then the first grade teacher had 30 years of experience. Wow. So it's like in, in the 20 something year of teaching, somebody is still pouring into me. You know, I want it, want to be a lifelong learner. And that was just a time when I was just soaking in that information um, from her and the strategies and all the different things you can do with first graders, which is different than kindergarten and definitely different from than high school. school. <laughs> um, so I think those are the two teachers, along with principals and, you know, other coworkers along the way that have just inspired me to want to give back. That is so awesome. I, I taught high school and I can't even imagine um, going, shifting down to, to the elementary grade. So um, that mentorship was really important to you. It made an impact on you. What's the impact that you hope to make on the, the novice teachers? I just want to show them the different strategies and, and things that I do in my classroom that have helped me along the way to help instill in them that love for learning Yes. yourself, the yes. continued growth that you can have, which then impacts, you know, our why, which is the students. Um, in particular, in my classroom, I have, we are a classroom family. Yes. And I, I have seen such benefit from having that environment in my room that that's definitely one of the things <laughs> that I have shared with the uh, teachers that I've mentored. And I've had, um, two teachers that have been um, interns. And those are the things that I really want to show them so that if they, you know, grasp like the classroom family and mm -hmm. accept that concept, that they can just see such growth in their students. You know, a lot of people say, I've even said it myself countless times, you know, I want to be a lifelong learner or I've confessed that I am. And I have just got to say in my conversations with you and my observation of you with other teachers and that visit to your classroom, it's evident that that's not just something you say, that's something you live by. And so it's not just a proclaimed value. It's, it's prioritized in the way that you, um, speak with kids and colleagues. And so I was thinking about, you know, if I am a, a teacher who is, say, that first grade teacher who had the 30 years of experience mm -hmm. and, and who mentored you, if I am that teacher and I'm thinking about before I go, uh, but I'm not sure how to get get it started. Maybe I just haven't taken the initiative, but this now sounds like a worthy thing of doing. What would you say to encourage that teacher to, to start working with mentoring in a formal or informal capacity, the newer teachers on their campus? 
I think just opening up your classroom door and inviting people in. We at our school, we have like a new teacher luncheon at the beginning of every year, just talking to those new teachers, whether they're new to your school or new to the profession, and just saying, you know, how can I help you? Setting up specific times that you can meet or on your planning period if you'd like to come in and watch and just open up our doors and start to share. It's not scary if you do it a couple of times, because when I taught high school, my door was not open. Yes. You know? <laughs> that just wasn't me at the time. Yeah. But in the elementary level, letting people come in and they give you feedback, you can give them feedback. With my intern that I have this semester, when she came her first day, I said, I'm going to learn from you and you're going to learn from me. Wow. And her eyes kind of got big. And I was like, I am going to learn from you. I'm a lifelong learner. So you'll do some things and I'll say, hey, that would that'll be great. Let me keep keep going with that. And then you'll learn from me, too. It's reciprocal. Yeah. You know, and I think building that trust with your colleagues um, that, hey, if you come in and then I go to your room and we can share ideas and strategies and what works and didn't and doesn't work. I mean, we're our best professional development. You Agreed. Know? We, we are our best professional development. So if we'll be open to that, that's how we can pour into each other. And then, of course, you know, teacher engagement, leading from the classroom, um, changed, my, changed my outlook on my teaching, extending excellence and working with other teachers in the county. Same thing. I was their mentor, but we learned from each other. And just doing those sorts of things to improve your practice while pouring into others as well. Yeah, I, I'm so glad you circled back to leading from the classroom. I mentioned earlier that you were in the very first class of leading from the classroom. And every year since, we, we were reviewing applications and there are Flora Avenue teaching or <laughs> teachers on that. I was like, Alisa is a great spokesperson. She's like our under undercover ambassador at Floral because there's going to be a whole cadre of you all very soon uh, because so many teachers from from Floral have participated in leading from the classroom. That first grade teacher that mentored me mm -hmm. was in the last leading from the classroom. Oh class. my goodness, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes, she I was. didn't know that. That's mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I know when we had spoken in your classroom one time, you talked about uh, how impactful the program was for you in the books and how you were, you know, taking what you were learning from our book studies and sharing that. So on behalf of teacher engagement, thank you. <laughs> That's really awesome. Earlier, you talked about opening up your, your classroom to new teachers, whether they're new to the profession or just new to your, your school. Um, I know you have created in your classroom this family environment, and you are actually now have had the privilege of teaching the children of former students. And why don't you tell everybody what you call those students when they arrive to your class? I lovingly call them my grand students. I love that. I love that. <laughs> and I have that opportunity because I taught high school mm -hmm. in the Bartow community at Bartow High School was my first teaching um, position. And then now I'm at the elementary school. So, you know, I'm I'm young to say that I have grand students, especially yeah. first grade, to have them, you know. But because I taught high school, I have the opportunity to do that. And I'll never forget, two, two years ago at Open House, I'll never forget this moment. I had a, my grand student was standing in the room at Open House, and his dad and mom were there with him. And I kept, and I was talking to another family, and I kept seeing this man 
staring at me and smiling real big. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, he looks familiar. He looks familiar. And why he looked familiar is because I taught him at Bartow High School. And he wanted his son to be in my first grade class. And that just turned into the most wonderful, um, you know, family, Mm -hmm. you know, within within that. And his his, it was just a wonderful year of learning and growing um, with his son in my class. And he's still he's in third grade this year and he's still so proud. He's my grand student (laughs) and I get his brother next year. So I'm excited about that. That is amazing. And his mom actually messaged me and said, you made Santa's list. (laughs) <laughs> he put on his wish list for Santa to be in Miss Lee's first grade class. Now, there's no paycheck in the world that can beat that. You know, there's no accolade no, that can beat that. And it's that's the connection that I want to have with all of my students. So I was going to say, you know, having a former student saying to you, I wanted my child in your class had to be the best compliment. But you just topped it with the Santa. (laughs) I think Santa far surpasses that. That is absolutely amazing. And as you're talking about, you know, having these grand students and now a sibling coming up, it makes me think about um, if I am a colleague at your school and you open the door and I get to come in and see that, I can see real time the importance of establishing that kind of positive climate and culture in your in your classroom. So thank you so much for sharing that mm-hmm. that story with us. Um, so much of what you shared today just really represents and demonstrates that you really have a growth mindset. And I think that's something else that we kind of casually toss out there. Uh, but how has having that growth mindset um, helped you in the work that you're doing with your colleagues? I think a continual love for learning, for changing it up and trying something. And even if it doesn't work, well, I've tried it. Let me see if I can tweak it. Um, I mean, the classroom family environment came from that. I saw this, I saw it modeled um, in one of the books I was reading at the time, a professional development book. I saw them talk about it Mm -hmm. and, and the benefits of it. And so the next year I tried it and it happened to be the year that I looped up with my class. And so I had the same students in kindergarten and first, and when they got to first grade, there was a change because I had done that professional development over the summer and I was trying this classroom and uh, family environment and it, it just made a world of difference in behaviors in communication with the parents or grandparents. Um, I ha- we had a class Facebook page. I opened a remind um, so we could text pictures or whatever back and forth within for the parents, and it just opened this whole new world. Well, if I had stayed in my fixed mindset where what I'm doing is working and it's okay and I'm just going to ride it out till Mm -hmm. the end, then I wouldn't have had the opportunity to see the growth in the students, the growth in myself, the pouring over into others um, that have seen it and taken it back to their classroom. None of that would have happened if you stay and say, well, what I'm doing is okay. I got six more years and, you know, then I can move on. Yeah. You know, I just, you know, I don't want to be that teacher. I want to keep moving forward and pressing forward and trying new things. So. And I got to say, um, I'm sure the parents, the families who have those students 
um, in your class for kindergarten and looped up with you probably felt the difference too. You've shared some stories with me in the past about a grandmother um, of a student who was in your class. And I know that that, um, that had to be felt by the family in, and they probably felt welcomed yes. and, and a partnership in their, their child's education versus, you know, um, the school informs me versus you inviting them. Right. That's so right. awesome. And that is so important because some, some students just need to know that you care enough to send their Mimi or their mom or their dad pictures of what they were doing during the day. It just takes a second. It doesn't take a lot more time added to your day because we have already have so much on our plate. Absolutely. It doesn't take that long just to show them, hey, this is what we did today. And then they, they, then the parent or grandparent feels like they're part of your classroom. And then it just, you know, it just creates this environment where the, the child's emotional needs are being met, where the parents feel a part of it, where everything just kind of works together. And behavior issues in the classroom decreased. I mean, just totally decreased. And so it benefits you as the teacher in the long run. And then the parents know if you call, first of all, they already know you care. Yes. They already know you care about their child and it's genuine. And they know if you call and, you know, there's been bad choices during the day, Mm -hmm. they know that Miss Lee cares about my my child or grandchild, and I need to take this seriously. Because I know that she wants my child to succeed in her class. Correct. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so there you have it, folks. That's how you get on Santa's list. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, thanks so much for sharing that with mm-hmm. us. Um, what we'd like to do at the close of every episode is to invite you to pick one thing. If there was one thing in education, one area where you could spark change or ignite some mind shift or change in our behavior or practice, what would that be? If I could ignite anything, it would be to open your doors, start sharing with the people in your hallway and in your school. And because it benefits everybody, it benefits your colleagues as teachers, it benefits the students. When when the staff is working together towards a common goal and it's centered on the students and their needs, I mean, the school just blossoms. I've seen it, you know, at my school. I've seen it in other schools in the county. When you're working together, sharing ideas, not trying to, oh, I got this and I'm going to and just share it because it benefits the students in the end. And that's what we want. That's what we all as educators want. Most definitely. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for how you have served well in your classroom, at your school, uh, with teacher engagement in many, many capacities. And we invite you to keep on doing that. I'm so, so glad that you could join us here today to share a little bit about before I go. And I certainly hope that our listeners have been inspired and motivated and are thinking about how they can impact other educators. Um, Thank you so much for joining us today for the Ignite Project podcast. We'll see you guys the next time. Are you fired up? You can continue to fuel the fire by connecting with us here in teacher engagement. Every month we host virtual all teacher seminars and we also have ongoing programs designed to support teachers wherever they're at in their teaching career. Whether you're a new teacher or a teacher leader, there is a way to get plugged in. 
Follow us on social media at at TeachEngagePCPS to see all that we have going on. Let's keep that spark alive and join forces with others who have chosen to stay ignited. Thanks for joining us. You can subscribe to the Ignite Project on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or watch online at the Polk County Public Schools YouTube channel. To learn more about the Ignite Project and other Polk County Public School podcasts, go to polkschoolsfl.com forward slash podcasts.